Welcome to this next Clinically Press Wish I Knew uh, episode. This one is based on nutrition. Uh, this one I feel like could go on for hours. Uh, we'll do our, my best to keep it short and concise, uh, And but we may have multiple versions of this just because there's so many layers to nutrition that can get so confusing. Um, and that makes it tough for anybody trying to figure out whether they want to use it for weight loss or performance or whatever your goals may be. So, starting all the way back in high school for me, I didn't know anything about nutrition. Again, if you've listened to any of these, really my education on this stuff was muscle and fitness and flex magazine, which in hindsight, not what I needed um, in terms of information for what my goals were in sports and even just for in the weight room. Um, looking at that, I probably needed to eat more and by eating more, I needed to be better about what I ate. It couldn't just be stuff. It shouldn't just be calories. There's a time and a place for that. Um, but thinking you're eating more by just throwing in some extra donuts, um, probably not the best way I could have gone about things in terms of really how it was going to impact my ability to train and perform. Um, and so that was something, again, not really having any clue what I was doing, um, that made, probably made a difference. And so with that, it, you know, it really can be what you eat and the calories do matter about getting there. And in hindsight, if I went back, I wouldn't say I would eat super clean necessarily, or that would be my goal, or, you know, it's only, you know, chicken, broccoli, and rice to try and get there but just making some better choices and more consistent choices finding some good options uh definitely putting some more fruit and vegetable into my life would have been something that would have been useful and touched on this i believe in a couple other ones but also looking at saving money on supplements and keeping it simple um i did do protein powder but then there was a big thing about L-glutamine, which was supposed to be just the amino acid to help you recover, and it had all these benefits. And I never really felt like I got the benefit out of those. And just growing up now, not that there's anything wrong with L-glutamine, but probably wasn't the building block that I needed it to be back then. And there would have been a lot of other things I could have spent some money on that probably would have made a much bigger difference. Um, really, if I could have figured out any of this nutrition thing, combining it with solid strength and conditioning, uh, the program that we had was simple. Um, it was easy enough to implement for a large number of high schoolers, which is why I understand they did it, but it not, wasn't necessarily sport specific and not by that I mean not like individual sport but just sport in general so again in hindsight probably could have done a whole lot better in picking out those things oh. and that combination of 
good strength and conditioning and nutrition, I think really could set you apart very easily. And now kind of working in the realm I do and seeing some high schoolers and definitely working with division three athletes, if they can get that figured out, how to dial in their nutrition, making sure they're getting enough and getting the right, in quotes, foods just to make sure that they're putting enough protein, getting their carbs and the like, you can see dramatic differences in improvement in athletes that came in that maybe weren't as athletic and just maybe hadn't quite developed yet and you can see substantial gains and that's really fun to watch um, because that's showing your impact uh, as a strength and conditioning coach or athletic trainer. Uh, moving on into college, um, man, save your money. Like holy hell for me, you don't need all those things. Um, the amount of random supplements that I took uh, that legitimately had no benefit to anything I was doing is insane. Um, it just makes me think back that man, if I would have taken some of those dollars and pretended to invest it in anything, uh, I could be up some significant money right now. Uh, but unfortunately that was not the case. Not how I did it, but you know, you don't necessarily need all these fancy vitamin packs or one I took was supposed to just unlock this genetic potential. Well, first off, I wasn't at a place where I needed genetic potential unlocked. I don't think I was training hard enough to get there, nor have I since. And today I wouldn't say that. Um, but also not knowing where to look for research on how it was actually doing what it was doing. And if it was truly beneficial, um, that is something I didn't understand in college where the scientific literature was, um, where to find the best resources for some of these things. And really that now there's seemingly more access to all of that, but you still got to know where to look and just Google isn't necessarily the answer. Um, I did switch, um, cause I went to college. I did not go to play sports. So I did kind of a more bodybuilding routine because again back to the strength and conditioning episode my influences were flex and muscle and fitness nothing around sports which is again something i kick myself about because i think i could have moved myself ahead in my career much further than i am now if i had known what i was looking for then um but if you want to get big you got to eat big um i didn't understand that uh, I lived on two meals a day plus some snacks for the first couple years of college. Uh, got a little better um, as I got later in college, learned a few things. Um, finally got to mapping out where I had a plan. Uh, didn't necessarily calculate numbers yet at this point to, you know, of counting macros or trying to get a general goal, but was able to go to the grocery store, knew exactly what I was going to buy, what would get me through the next two weeks, and so that all played into it as well. Um, man, I should have learned to use resources. We worked with a great nutritionist uh, with in the athletics department. Um, he was a great guy, a really nice guy. 
should ask a lot more questions, should have asked a volunteer, could I help out, could I dig into what he's doing and how he's trying to accomplish it, not just for you know the football team, but also the other teams. I think those are things in hindsight that could have been really, really beneficial to me just to get a bigger baseline and be able to bring that knowledge with me other places. Didn't ask, wasn't ever asked, shouldn't have been asked, but really missed out on those opportunities that I wish I could go back um, and get. And so if you are potentially early in your career or considering this as a career, take advantage of those opportunities. And then really one that, I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out, but it did. And so here we are, um, is try and make practical connections from class. You know, the teachers are teaching you the basics. How do you take those basics and apply them in your real life? Uh, and that's something if you can take all that information you're consuming and apply it, it's going to be a better able for you to remember and absorb it, which is always a good thing, but also really start seeing the dots connecting and the lights flickering. And that's going to be what's going to really start setting you apart in your ability to make direct impact on the, yourself and also the people that you're working with. Moving on into the professional world, um, moving into when I was in grad school, um, didn't still didn't know a lot about nutrition. We had a registered dietitian and nutritionist at the place I worked. We collaborated with them, but again, didn't dig into it as much as I possibly could have in hindsight. Yes, I was busy, uh, but not busy enough that I couldn't have learned a few things along the way. Um, trying to better understand, I still remember there's this big issue that came up about one of the strength coaches was recommending fish oil for a bunch of athletes and we had to prescribe it and why were we doing fish oil if ibuprofen was more effective and I didn't understand that conversation to the lengths I do now and when and where fish oil may have been useful, when it wouldn't have been useful, was there a reason we were so opposed to it, did we need to be so opposed to it, uh, and those were things that just looking back I should have done a much deeper dive on to better understand what was going on. Um, I think whether you're a strength and conditioning, personal trainer, athletic trainer, whatever it may be, you've got to have some basic system of nutrition because you're going to get asked. That being said, also knowing your limitations and that it is way more complicated and complex than just having the basics, but having a good solid foundation is going to be really beneficial for you and the people that you take care of or serve. Um, if that's as simple as knowing how to generally calculate how many calories somebody needs, that can be a great starting point. And then try and do a simple breakdown of what that looks like for carbs, proteins, and fats. Um, there's a lot of good basic information out of there and breaking that down into the percentages and then you can take those percentages and run you know the calories to grams conversions which can then really be a good starting point for most people and then you, if you start getting into the weeds knowing when it's time to refer um, that can be really 
a powerful thing as well. Um, encouraging people to start with the basics and that supplements don't fix everything. This has been a big shift we had when I was at my previous role is we finally started finding out via some lab studies how many calories people needed. That was eye-opening for them and us to know that it was that high. But then giving them the resources of here's what that looks like. Here's what 5,000 calories in a day spread across the day in meals looks like. And yes, the protein shake is a great thing. That is a small little block in a much bigger puzzle throughout your day. It's only 150 to 200 calories. And yes, it is getting you some protein but you still have all the rest of these things that you have to complete in order to get to where you want to be. So understanding that you got to start thinking of those as not necessarily a full-on meal replacement, depending on your goals, or a performance enhancer, but just as a complement to helping you get there or a quick-acting recovery aspect um, when you're getting out of the gym and you know, off to your next thing. So those are all important things to consider as well. Reference how it is complicated. Um, every time I talk to somebody who's really deep into nutrition, um, you learn something that you're just like, holy crap, I thought I knew what I was talking about, but I really don't. Um, there's a really good episode, um, at least when they get into the interview, episode 606 from Barbell Shrugged. Uh, they're talking about a couple guys that are doing a lot of lab work on preferred performance-based stuff, but it's not just blood, it's um, urine, stool, um, and hair follicle. And the thing that they kept coming back to is there's no free lunch in physiology um, that doesn't just getting lab work and seeing something low doesn't immediately mean you can just supplement it with something and it's going to be fixed. There's pathways that are intertwined, connected, and it gets very, very complex. And having an awareness and understanding of that can really change what you do or what you would recommend, at least for me it would. And just one of them that they reference is vitamin D. We know a lot of people are potentially deficient in vitamin D. And so a couple of the points that they looked at is the active version of vitamin D is this 1.25, but we actually test 25 hydroxy, so we're not necessarily getting a true test of the active form of vitamin D. Uh, but then with that, if that is low, is it because vitamin D is already have some other issues because magnesium is needed for the synthesis of vitamin D, um, plays a role in the vitamin D binding globulin. Is that playing a factor? And then also, um, you can have this weird inverse relationship with vitamin D in that if it could be low because it is being suppressed due to a potential heavy metal toxicity. So if vitamin D is low because of these heavy metals, but we don't see that on the lab work because you would have to hair follicle test for that, is putting somebody on a bunch of IUs of vitamin D 
truly going to help them or are you just hoping and kind of taking a little bit of a shot in the dark and i'm not saying don't supplement with vitamin d i still do i've given it a lot of consideration and maybe i should get some lab work and other things done to see what's truly going on in my own um chemistry but i say all those to illustrate the point of it is complex and if it was as simple as oh something's low take some supplement for it test it again it's still low oh let's just take more of that supplement there may be a time and a place for that there really could be that but it also could be much more complex and i think we just need to keep that in mind um, as we go through and we look at different nutrition things so that brings me to the next point which i kind of already have referenced is refer to those that know and finding someone who really understands this stuff is going to be invaluable in your career you can continue to learn and i think you should uh, to try and help yourself out but finding somebody who is super in depth and tied into all of this is worth its weight in gold and highly recommend that uh, find and share good resources how uh, like we had said we finally developed some in terms of just what calories are we got to share those resources because if you have them but you don't put them out there obviously it's going to not ever have an impact um, make sure that you're getting those out um, keep them simple again i think starting with the basics of you know good nutrition good sleep and sleep hygiene um and kind of regulating stressors they also reference that in that barbell shark episode can cover a lot of bases to get you a lot of good performance and then coming in on the back end understanding the small minute details of those things that could be impacting them is really important um, and something to take into consideration with all of that um, one other one kind of tying back into supplements is if it is something you use be extremely cautious with anything that says proprietary blend it is a catch-all and almost a little bit of a cop-out of putting in stuff to supplements and whatnot that isn't necessarily regulated because it is quote-unquote proprietary so you may be putting yourself at risk especially if you are competing in an association or whatever it may be that has drug testing policies so just again be really really careful um, with anything you see as proprietary blend on anything that you are taking kind of a wrap up on this um, you can do a lot with basic nutrition information we've kind of said that ad nauseum but you really should i believe start there what is the kind of the keystone of this whole thing i think if you dial in the basics of getting enough calories getting good timing of those calories throughout your day um complementing that with potentially some vitamin supplement things if determined necessary can take care of a really large percent of trying to get your maximized effect out of your nutrition nutrition can get very complicated very quickly and again i think it's good to continue to learn that i keep trying to learn that but just respect that 
it isn't just as simple as plug and play with supplements necessarily to address things. Um, it, if it, it just isn't that simple because there's too many things that interact for things to happen in your body and it is complex and a healthy respect for that will at least keep you kind of aware that there could be things and you may be doing potential harm by saying to do something when it really necessarily isn't warranted. I really like the point that they kept saying in that Barbell Shrugged episode is there is no free lunch in physiology. Everything you do from one side is going to somehow impact something else and it is finding that balance and that root cause that is ultimately what you're looking for, that keystone that changes everything. Hopefully in that time, a positive way is going to be really, really important. And then kind of lastly, again, don't overwaste money on supplements. It can be better spent on good nutrition. Um, maybe it's taking the money you would want to spend on supplements and actually getting all this lab work done so you know what you're doing, going into it, finding somebody that can help walk you through that. Um, and supplements have kind of come and gone. They seem to go in phases of this is the popular, we're going to do this thing. And then it kind of fades away. Like I said, L-glutamine was a huge thing when I was younger. Still can be around, but you can get it with a lot of other things and don't necessarily have to supplement that thing on your own. There's other ways you can spend your money. Um, so it's all relative in terms of what is useful. Um, but you can use that money that you may have spent in other ways uh, that could be really beneficial to you. The basics have stuck around. Calories and what you're getting do matter. That And this is not necessarily saying any one diet is better. It really can depend on the person. And that's what makes it so hard. If there was one diet that worked for everybody to achieve every goal, that is what we all would be doing. That obviously is not the case. Some people respond much better to plant-based and have gone all in on that. Some people go more paleo or even keto and then there's others that stay within the, you know, if it fits your macros and how you break down that and all of these different people have extreme levels of success. And so really it comes back to, again, finding what works best for you and how it's going to benefit your goals and your performance and that's okay and so then on the practitioner side having a general awareness of all of those to be able to at least offer some ideas and guidance is going to be really important so kept it under 25 minutes for nutrition again all of those areas we could probably dive much much deeper into but um Hope some of this was useful. Uh, if there's ever questions or we just want to have a conversation, don't hesitate to reach out um, to us on social media or wherever it may be. Uh, we hope to get a few more things coming out here from Clinically Pressed in the future, a few more offerings, so stay tuned for those, and we hope everybody has a great day.